In today's episode, we are going to answer the question, was Jesus physically strong? I want to answer this question of the image of Jesus. Was he a physically strong man? Most images that we have right now are pictures of Jesus as a white European male, kind of wispy, thin, this hippie-like character who's roaming the countryside, and he's spreading this message of love and acceptance. And I'm here today to crush that myth and show you the real Jesus. In today's video, I'm going to give you eight reasons why Jesus was a physically strong man. Let's get into it. You are listening to Raising the Standard, leadership, mindset, and development for the kingdom man. If you've ever wondered, how can I be the man God created me to be? Or maybe you asked yourself, what purpose does God have for my life? If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. My goal is simple, to help you access the unfair advantage all Christian men have and give you actionable strategies to reach your full potential. My name is Josh Kachadorian. I am a best-selling author, husband, father, disciple, and son of Jesus Christ. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, upgrade into your identity as a kingdom man, and take the territory that God has for you, then it's time to raise the standard. Okay, so welcome to the show. For those that don't know me, my name is Josh Kachadorian. I'm the author of The Standard, Discovering Jesus as the Standard for Masculinity. So obviously, you know where I'm coming from in this episode. I believe Jesus was a strong man. He was an example for us. He modeled not only spiritual strength, mental acuity and strength, but also physical strength. Number one, Jesus could have entered Earth's atmosphere in any class of people, in any sect of society, and he came as a blue-collar worker. He did not show up as one of the Pharisees. He did not get the education the rabbis got in formal religious training. Instead, the father's will for him is that he will embrace a blue-collar work ethic, running a business with Joseph, his earthly father, as they build, they construct, and they serve their local community. So there is this premise within Christianity where most people think Jesus was a carpenter. So I'm going to take that on today because the word in the Greek is tecton. And if we look at that word, it really means, and it's best translated as builder. He was a builder. I'm really comfortable telling you that he was a builder. I'm not so comfortable saying he was a carpenter. There's a few reasons for that. In the region that he grew up in, there was not a lot of wood. It was mostly stone. And if we look further in the Bible, the analogies and the metaphors that are used, we see Jesus being described as the chief cornerstone. When he speaks to Peter, he calls him out as a stone or a rock coming from the big rock, which represents him. And we also are known as Christians as living stones. So stones represent organic material, something that's not formed by human hands. And that is what we are as Christians. So I'm very comfortable saying that he most likely was a stonemason. But even if we go with just builder, he absolutely worked with stone, probably with wood and other building materials. And we can also say this, he swung a hammer, he used a chisel, he used manual labor force and tools, which obviously built his body. He was building and constructing objects to serve his community and his customers. And this would also in turn mean that he had the physical endurance, capacity, and strength to build with these resources. 
Here's another reason Jesus is physically strong. When we look at the average diet of the people living in that day and age, they don't have to deal with what we have to deal with. They're eating bread with no preservatives, no GMO. It's fully organic. And yes, he's eating a clean diet of fish and lean meats as he's fulfilling his mission. This is the food that everyone had access to. So he would not have encountered the excess calories, the sugar, and the things that we have to deal with in modern society. Jesus also incorporates fasting. Before fasting became the latest biohack, Jesus could be found fasting. I believe he had a lifestyle fasting. We know for sure that he fasted for 40 days, and this was most likely a practice in his life. Fasting would not only keep him mentally clear and strong, it also takes extreme discipline and diligence to live a fasted lifestyle. Another reason Jesus was physically strong is because he walked a lot. Our bodies are made for movement, and walking is one of the best exercises you can do, and Jesus did a lot of it. If we look at his ministry journeys, he can be found all over the region of Israel. As an itinerant minister, he went from town to town, completing his missions, reaching the lost, and speaking truth to the people of his day. And this would have been physically exhausting because of the stamina, the endurance, and the emotional pull that the people would have had on him as well. But we can say without a doubt that he got a lot of physical exercise through walking the region of Galilee. As we get into Jesus's ministry, there is a point in time where he is walking on the water. Peter, one of the disciples, sees him and wants to come out and walk on the water with him. Jesus invites him out. And if you know the story, Peter starts to lose faith when he takes his eyes off Jesus and focuses on his circumstances, and he starts to fall into the water. Jesus physically grabs Peter's hand and pulls him up. Now, you might think that's a supernatural act, but this was human flesh touching human flesh. Jesus lived and walked the earth in a human flesh and blood body. And when he pulls Peter out, he is using his strength, his physical capacity, and that endurance that he developed in his blue collar work ethic to yank a full grown man out of the water and pull him up. We have multiple references of Jesus praying all night, being found early in the morning in solitude, seclusion, and a place of prayer. This takes extreme mental, emotional, and spiritual discipline, but also physical discipline. Later in his life, when the religious crowd is blocking entrance to the table by selling their goods and holding business in the sacred temple courts, which is actually blocking the poor, the sick, and the afflicted from entering the temple, Jesus reacts with a confrontation. He shows up onto the scene and he uses his physical strength to physically flip tables. These tables were not light tables, and they also were stacked with the goods of the money changers. There would have been animals, goods, resources, things they were selling, as well as physical coins, and Jesus approaches it and flips it with physical strength. And when he does that, he's also making a way for the downtrodden of society, the rejected and the afflicted to enter the temple. Jesus is a strong man and he is not afraid of a confrontation. Obviously, we know that Jesus carried a cross. He endured a Roman scourging, which was very, very intense. And then after that, he's forced to carry his own cross and then hang on that cross for hours on that afternoon. If we look at the other thieves that were next to him and that were crucified, they did not go through the same beating and scourging that Jesus had to endure. 
On top of that, Jesus in the spiritual realm is carrying the sins of the world. And as he's hanging there on the cross, riveted in pain, and every breath is effort, and it takes extreme work to lift up your diaphragm while you're hanging on the cross, he is offered a drink. He's offered wine mixed with gall, which is a painkiller. It has a numbing effect. And we see again the physical strength, the emotional strength, and the spiritual strength to refuse anything that would take him out of the moment. He chooses to be fully aware, fully awake, with full mental acuity in the moment. He does not want anything that's going to obstruct him from his mission, what he's called to do, and there will be nothing that he will take to numb the pain, and that takes extreme physical strength and physical endurance. So guys, as we wrap up, the lesson here is stewardship. As men of God, as kingdom-driven men, we are called and we are commissioned to steward everything that comes into our life. Jesus is a great example of stewardship. He exhibits discipline in the spiritual realm with his prayer and in the physical realm with his fasting, his ministry, his giving, and his sacrificial living. Jesus is the model, the blueprint, the template for true masculinity. If you want to learn more, you can check out the standard, Discovering Jesus as the Standard for Masculinity. And I have a special invitation I'd like to make to you. I have just launched a challenge called the Kingdom Driven Man Challenge. If this message is resonating with you, if you know you need challenge in your life, if you're ready to up-level your relationship with God and you're ready to move beyond generic advice and you want a deep connection that happens through a spiritual morning routine and you also know you need a sense of physical challenge in your life, you need some resistance, then I've put together the perfect program for you. You can join me and many other kingdom-driven men that have committed to a 40-day challenge where we will be dedicating time in the morning to connect with Jesus. This is a spiritual routine. You'll get daily missions. You'll be given the instructions on what to do, the spiritual exercises, so you can activate your faith, your spiritual senses, and go deeper in your relationship with the Lord. I call this the unfair advantage. The next part of the program is incorporating physical discipline. Yes, you need to work out. You need to move weight. You need to grow. You need to be challenged. And this is where mastering daily discipline comes in through a physical workout routine. And the last part is, guys, we need community. We cannot do this life alone. It's time to stop living like a lone wolf and join a pack. Be with brothers. Get in community. Whether you join this challenge or you find another group of guys where you are virtually or physically, get in community. If you want to learn more, you can check out kingdomdrivenman.com. I'll drop the links below. Hope to see you on the inside. And remember, Jesus is physically strong and he models that strength for us as men. Let's raise the standard. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If what you heard here today resonated with you and you want to fully step in to be the man that God created and called you to be, then I want to give you a free guide. It's called The Map, and you can get it at standard59.com. In The Map, I will give you 12 biblical strategies that every kingdom man pursuing biblical masculinity must honor. If you're ready to step off the sidelines and pursue the upward call, then get the map today at standard59.com. That's standard59.com. Hey, if there's a brother in your life that needs to hear this message, then share this show with them. And please leave us a rating and review. It helps get the message out there to more men. Until the next show, guys, let's raise the standard.